tell me the term that you used earlier for adding in more good. Is there a term for it? Meliorism. Oh boy. I know. Meliorism. Mealy. Mealy. Orism. Meliorism. Meliorism. Sarah, what is meliorism? Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, y'all? Welcome to today's episode of Happy Brain. If this is your first time listening, What's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am your host. Today, we're going to be looking at how in the world we can make things better. Who's about that life? I am. But before we get started, if you have not done so yet, I invite you to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this if you are into fun, outside-of-the-box ways to stay mentally healthy. And if you've been listening for a minute and you haven't done so yet, I know it takes a couple of minutes, but it would be so cool of you to drop us an honest review and rating so you can help us get this show out there to more people who need to make some things better in their lives. Anybody in the back? Speaking of, let's jump into this. Do you guys remember Sarah Soyeju? She came on a few episodes back talking about learned optimism. Well, she's back again. And she's going to teach us about meliorism. Do y'all like how I did that? I think it was pretty good. I hope I said that right. Sarah is the founder of Edible Psychology, which offers mentorship, applying positive psychology to health and nutrition practices and motivational interview coaching. She's an R-D-N-M-A-P-P and a registered dietitian who offers private nutrition coaching using her novel positive psychology approach, a.k.a. she's freaking amazing, especially because she knows how to say militarism. I think I just said that wrong again, but let's just get to the point. What is it? I was so happy to learn um, this idea and philosophy from James Kowalski at the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, he actually really the the term is coined by William James. He, it's a philosophy that is defined as through intentional human effort, things can get better. Um, and the idea is, is that there actually is more to optimism and pessimism, where it's something kind of in the middle, where things don't always have to be good and things don't always have to be bad. It's like things are what they are. Through intention, we can try to make them better. Oh, that's good. Isn't that awesome? So I use this approach in my dietetic practice with uh, nutrition counseling. And the idea here is that he actually goes into this concept that there's two ways things can get better. You can either do more good or do less bad. Come on. And I love this idea of going, okay, if you were a superhero and you wanted to figure out how do you stop uh, all the bad or start more good. Come on. Um, it is a really interesting kind of theoretical thought um, experiment. But when it comes to sustaining healthy behaviors, I really took this amazing idea that we really need to focus more on conversations about doing more good than just stopping the bad. Yes. And we're trying to change our, our dietary habits. Usually it's like, I need to go in this complete, you know, 180 diet practice uh, that sometimes can really mess up our mental health, to be honest, because we're so restrictive and we don't necessarily have the ability to find a nice little balance because we're stopping all our favorite things. Another amazing theory by Daniel Kahneman um, 
he actually talks about the prospect theory, which is this idea that when we actually suffer a loss, we feel we feel that loss twice as much as an equal gain. Wow. So when it comes to economics, you think about losing $20 versus gaining $20. You're actually going to feel the loss of that $20 two times as gaining the $20. That's nuts. So the mental weight of losing things is actually really intense. (laughs) So imagine whenever you're on a restricted diet, all of a sudden you're losing all your favorite things. You are now actually going to emotionally feel that a lot. And often that's a lot of times why it's same healthy behaviors over time. Mm. So my approach is let's take this kind of constructive melioristic approach, which is let's just focus on a ratio of adding more good things to your meal plan and your lifestyle than really focusing on stopping bad things. Beautiful. I love that so much. I'm, I'm curious, like with, with in terms of, let's say that I bent towards maybe negative mindset or feeling down or my energy's low, I can understand adding good from the nutrition standpoint, like more vegetables, more water and so forth. What is like the more we could add into our life from like a mental health perspective? Yeah. So some of the incredible things that influence our mental health and well-being, there are positive emotions, of course, yeah. so trying to do things that actually make you a little happier. Um, so there's often times where I'll, if I'm trying to study or if I'm trying to like right before a difficult thing, I might watch a little comedy, you know, brilliant. Yes. Give myself a little happier. Um, there's engagement, uh, positive relationships, meaning and accomplishment. This theory is Dr. Martin Seligman. Um, his theory of well-being is defined as PERMA. So just as I mentioned, positive um, positive emotions, engagement, meaning the more you are engaged with your work or you have some sort of activity or hobby to be engaged in, the more positive emotions you're going to have, positive relationships, have people around you that are actually healthy. Come on. If you do that, it makes it easier for you to be healthy. Yes. Um, finding some meaning. So whether or not it's volunteering or, or possibly having a job that's more meaningful to you um, will be a lot. And then making small accomplishments. And so when it comes to healthy behavior changes, making small goals that actually you can achieve over time will actually help you to feel the sense of accomplishment and make you feel a little happier. How has this made your brain happy? Yeah, it really shifted um, the way that I approach my own um, habits and behavior changes. Not everything comes easy for me, for sure. Um, I've studied a lot about behavior and how we can make it easy for each other. Um, And I think that it helps me to think about focusing on, okay, although difficult times happen like COVID, there are some things I can intentionally help in my life to get better. How can I make sure to continue to add those good things into my life? And so I have to practice kind of the toolkits of mental health, meditation, eating well, exercising daily in order to make sure that I'm, I know that I have to do it intentionally because my natural self would probably sit on the couch and like not want to do it. Before we go, we want to step back away from this topic, even though I absolutely love it, because 
I love that Sarah blends mental health and nutrition together. I think more people should do that. Don't give me on my soapbox. Don't give me on my soapbox. But I just wanted to step away and just ask her a little bit about her philosophy and approach. Why does she marry mental health and nutrition? I went into nutrition because I felt like, one, why didn't we get all this information when we were in school? It's a lifelong adventure in our eating relationship. Mm. Um, And it just seemed like something that touched everybody. Um, And then whenever I actually started to really get into the game and do nutrition counseling, I realized that individuals shared with me about their whole lives as they were sharing their relationship with food. Mm. And I wanted to be very careful with how I handled those situations in a way that helped provide more mental well-being rather than telling them to kind of do all of these heavy behavior changes when they were already loaded with a lot of mental kind of weight and anxiety about whether or not it's weight management or maybe a life, uh, a disease or something that's going on in their life that's influencing their health. So I found that it was important for me to treat it as something that's precious and make sure that I am both promoting mental and physical well-being simultaneously. Big thank you to Sarah for coming on today's episode. Isn't she awesome? All of her links are in the show notes, along with everything that she referenced. And I just want to point out how she says, even though she's a professional, she knows all this stuff, she still has to work on herself and her habits. I think sometimes it's so easy for us to think that everybody else has it all together and we don't. No, we are all on the journey, my friends, all working on our mental health, all trying to establish better habits. We're all in this together. So whether it's taking a moment to brag on yourself what? Huh? Yep. Rapid transformational therapy or doing a little meliorism. Did I say that right? We hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second, leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.